This is a Capricorn FM podcast. Right, let's speak to political analyst that is Obrima Chitke on the line. Good evening. Welcome to Progressive Talk. Uh, Good evening, good evening. Well, quite a number of developments that we want to go back on. We go back to a a, a bit last week. uh, We saw the leader of the EFF meet the former president, Jacob Zuma, over tea. And it is being said that uh, one of the issues they want to talk about or they spoke about, they are issues of of national interest. So we know there's the matter about him going to the Zondo Commission of Inquiry. But let's start with the meeting. What is your take on the meeting? What do you, what would you speculate could have been of key interest there? Well, prior to the high tea taking place, um, the suggestion of that uh, the meeting would be about an attempt by Julius Malim to persuade the former president uh, to present himself mm. to this under commission instead of defying um, a court order. Mm. But uh, subsequent to the meeting, there have been other suggestions mm. to the effect that uh, this meeting actually has been long planned. Mm. Uh, let's start with uh, the work between the Zondo Commission mm-hmm. and the former president. If uh, one of the aims was to persuade uh, the former president uh, to present himself to the Zondo Commission, I think such an attempt did fail. Yeah, uh, and, and therefore one of the reasons why the delegation came up in the meeting and was reticent uh, and did not have much to say mm. about what happened at the meeting because they come out of the meeting mm. with eggs on their face. Yeah. And on the other hand, uh, those who suggest that this meeting has been uh, wrong planned, uh, th- those suggestions are true. Mm. Should mean that we should look at this matter uh, with a wider political lens. Yes, it would mean, for instance, that uh, Mr. Malema um, wants to position himself as one of the key political leaders in the country, uh, particularly as a as an elder statesman. Firstly, he would deliver the former president to the Donder Commission, mm. but uh, broadly speaking would have an impact not only on South African politics in general, mm. uh, but also on internal dynamics in the ANC. Because you remember, by tagging uh, Masina mm. and uh, by having Tony Engels in that meeting too, mm. there was a clear suggestion as far as I'm concerned that Malima is talking to a particular section in the ANC, mm. and it is the political um, economic transformation uh, uh, section. And therefore, is not talking uh, to those who support Cyril Ramaphosa or Cyril Ramaphosa himself because he had an antipathy mm. uh, towards that section. Now, of course, we have to look at 2022 next year. The ANC is holding its national conference. Mm-hmm. At this conference, uh, President Ramaphosa will either be re-elected or be removed. Mm-hmm. And, and therefore... If you look at it from the position of uh, those who support uh, Jacob Zuma, who are opponents of uh, Cyril Ramaphosa, by meeting uh, Julius Malema, the former president is keeping his o- options open in case, first of all, yeah. he, he needs their political support, that is the EFF and EFF 
support us in his own political battle. Mm-hmm. But also, uh, Julius Marima and those who support him may become a factor when it comes to an attempt to remove the current president of the ANC. So you say he may be keeping his options open and, and one understand appreciates where he would be coming from. But I wonder, therefore, uh, what the leader of the EFF could also be standing to get if we are to assume this meeting was was started, the plan started long ago before the Zondo going or not going issue arose. The former president, could he be in a position where he's very willing if to say he was to share wisdom, to share secrets, or weaponize the leader of the EFF, seeing how their relationship was the last time when he was still president? Well, actually, to the extent that you talk about weaponizing, Mm. the former president, I suspect, would try to weaponize the leader of the EFF to his political advantage, and the leader of the uh, EFF who tried to weaponize the former president to his own advantage. The question is, what, what is it that is to the advantage of Julius Malema, and what is it that is to the advantage of uh, Jacob Zuma? One of the first assumptions you should make is that the two men will be engaged in an exercise mm. in using each other. So Julius Malima, uh, to achieve his, his, his own goals, will try to use Jacob Zuma, and Jacob Zuma, in an attempt to achieve his own goals, will do the same. Mm. will try and use uh, Julius Malima. If you look at it from the perspective of uh, Julius Malima, we, we should not look at it narrowly, mm. uh, only in terms of uh, let's say, the, the current sectional dynamics in the ANC. Mm. But we should look much further. This is a man, I suspect, mm-hmm. who has presidential ambition. Mm. And, and if I am correct, the question is, does he care whether he becomes head of state through the EFF, mm. the ANC, or another party? I, I suspect he doesn't care. Uh, I suspect he would say, in the end, the end justify the means. If you look at it from the perspective of Julius, I mean of uh, the former president, mm. he's fighting several battles. It's the Zondo Commission, it's his uh, corruption trial, and so on. Mm-hmm. Which means he does need political support, and when he projects himself as a victim, this is partly an attempt to mobilize that uh, political support. He will, he will reach out in many directions. Mm. There are two that are obvious to me. It is the Julius Malima, EFF, EFF supporters uh, angle. Mm. The other angle mm. is an angle where the Zuma matter and the Mahashule matter meet. Yes. Which means the former president would want also to mobilize support of those who support uh, the Secretary General of the ANC. And we're talking to political analyst Aubrey Machikri here on Progressive Talk, just 22 minutes after 6 o'clock. But the, the, the other issue that uh, perhaps is there, and now is the issue of the former president having said he will not be cooperating any further with the Zondo Commission of Inquiry. Uh, and I've seen the president of the ANC saying, let's give him time, saying that those that are counseling him on these matters, I've seen uh, the MKMVA saying they'll be visiting the president, former president, and whether they'll talk about this and other matters. What is your take on the developments around that? Well, firstly, uh, President Cyril Ramaphosa, in relation 
to his presidency of uh, the ruling party is Elaine Duck. He presides over a party that is split right in the middle. He presides over a national executive committee of the ANC that is split right in the middle. And what that means, and this has been the case Mm. since uh, at the end of the Nazareth conference, Mm -hmm. is that there is an extent to which he cannot make some of the decisions he really wants to make mm-hmm. without the consent of his opponents and enemies in the ANC. Mm. But if you go back to the Zondo Commission and uh, President Jacob Zuma, remember, when, when he appeared at the Zondo Commission, the last time he appeared in November, yes. he had no illusions about what would happen. At least that's, that's my suspicion. Yeah. That he had no illusions about what would happen if he defied the commission. Mm. He had no illusions, for instance, that he will be charged with contempt. Mm. And if he is charged with contempt, he faces two possibilities. Um, either he will, he will receive a 50-pound fine, mm-hmm. whatever 50 pounds would be worth at the time, yeah. uh, or uh, he will face six months in jail, mm. or both. Mm. But at the point of being convicted... Mm. That's the end of him with the commission. He's not going back, which is exactly what he wants. And that's why when he says he's prepared to go to jail, mm. it's because he knows that the moment he is convicted, it's the end of him and the commission. There's no way he's going back uh, to appear before the commission. But yeah. think of the implications of Jacob Zuma in jail for six months because mm. of this. Mm. This has implications for the country. If his political support is not being exaggerated, mm. if the level of support that is assumed he has inside and outside the ANC is real, mm. that support can impose a political crisis inside the ruling party and outside. And this is another interesting question. You probably have had an opportunity to read his statement on his reasons and if you had him numerous times give reasons why he does not want to go to the commission and this is an issue that maybe many are discussing the concord said he's been treated kindly his supporter says he's been treated unfairly what is your take well there's a bit of truth in what the concord is saying Mm. Uh, i think as a matter of tactics uh, the Concord is correct in saying the commission has, has been taking the long route. So to that extent, the Concord is uh, correct. Now, whether he has been treated unfairly or not, I suspect it's going to be much more a matter of perception than anything else. But remember, in politics, mm. perceptions can be as important as their reality because the manner in which one deploys perception to his advantage, uh, may deliver the outcome that one uh, wants. And, and therefore, when I look at uh, President Jacob Zuma and the, and the last statement yeah. uh, he issued, on reading, if you just restrict yourself mm. to the four corners of uh, the statement, yeah. evidence that the judiciary um, is against him um, is not evident in what he says. Yeah in the statement, but he has planted the idea that the judiciary um, is, is, is against him, is, uh, is, is biased. Uh, and feeding into another perception, there are those who have argued mm. 
that the judiciary um, is corrupt. Now, is corrupt, I mean. Yes. Now, that puts the country in a very difficult position. The country um, has to decide uh, whether what he says um, is real or not. Yes. Or are these the attempts mm. of uh, someone who does not want to account to in, in, invoke um, the idea that he is a victim of political intrigue, which extends to a conspiracy by the judiciary himself. Now, the idea that our judiciary is biased, mm. uh, is corrupt. Mm. Um, I, I think it's, it's an idea that many South Africans uh, struggle uh, to, 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 to accommodate. Yeah. But what I would say personally is this. Yes. But I have no doubt that the judiciary is independent. Mm. But the question is whether all judges are independent. So we must distinguish between the judiciary yes. as, as, as an institution, and I think as an institution it is independent. Uh, but yeah. whether all judges mm. um, are independent uh, I would not be prepared to put uh, my he- my head on the block. Yes. That is not the same as to suggest yeah. that I, I believe that there is a conspiracy that extends to the judiciary against the president because there may be something else about the former president. Yeah. This may be a Samson, like in Samson and Delilah. Yes. Uh, he may be suffering from what I call the Samson complex. Okay. And therefore, may be willing, if he does not get what he wants, to pull down the pillars of the temple with us and our democracy underneath. Wow. Okay, here's what... uh, I want to make a bold suggestion, and my guess is you and me are going to agree at the end of it. It is... Seeing that judges are human beings that are fallible... I would agree with you, of course, that the judiciary is easily independent. But it is highly likely that one of them, one among the many, could have this or that questionable action here or there, that it could be found if someone was to search for it. Well, personally, my take specifically on the uh, Zuma matter is that even if there are judges... Mm. Um, that are not independent. In fact, there is one court in this country that really worries me. Mm. Uh, if I had my way, I would shut it down. Yeah. But I will not mention it. Mm. Um, so even if there are judges who are not independent, uh, who may have attached themselves to agendas they should not have uh, attached themselves to, thereby impugning the integrity of this important institution, even if that is the case. From what the president has said so far, in my view, he has failed to demonstrate that. So as far as I'm concerned, Mm. it is not enough for him to allege that the judiciary is not independent, that there's a bias on the part of the judiciary against him. Uh, At some point, he must adduce some demonstrable evidence to that effect. Thank you very much. Appreciate your time. Good evening to you. Thank you very much. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.